Hi, everybody. This is Stan Wanglin. Welcome to podcast number six on talking about mind, body, and spirit. It's great to uh, be back and doing a new podcast. I have several uh, other ones planned. I hope you enjoyed the uh, last one with Paul Caden on spirituality. We have some other interesting ones uh, coming up. I also have some stuff having to do with veterans and uh, a whole bunch of things, current events. But uh, what's been going on the past few days? Well, goodness gracious, uh, there's been so much turmoil in the um, in the country, it seems, and divisiveness. I'm sure everybody's been uh, paying attention to that in one form or another. And that's been kind of continuous for uh, many years in our culture. And uh, I've seen a lot of people on both sides of, uh, of the issues become very uh, disillusioned, uh, more so than general. And uh, they, they, just, they just appear to be very disillusioned and very disgusted. And some people have lost hope uh, with our system of government or their own ability to do things in life. And uh, one of the nice things about doing a podcast like this is that uh, you get a chance to uh, encourage other people with realistic kinds of things, uh, as well as remind yourself of, of things that are important and, and things that uh, are pretty uh, good to work on and, and can be pretty productive. And one of the things that I like to remind myself when I, I get in that kind of a mood or I, I like to bring out to other people is that there's some pretty um, standard steps that we can take to, to feel better and, and be more successful in our lives uh, and to be happier, uh, to be more productive, to meet more of our needs. And uh, I think in this short uh, podcast tonight, I, I think just for a few minutes, I'd like to talk about uh, what I've found over the years are, are some of the things that are important for people in order for them to be successful. And, you know, everybody just defines success differently. Some people, you know, define success by having good health, uh, you know, wealth, uh, getting their, their, their ways uh, or their needs in life met all the time. Uh, other people, you know, think it's about service to the world. Uh, other people think it's a combination of many things. Uh, but whatever it is, uh, there are some pretty standard uh, steps that I think that uh, it's important for people to take in. And I don't see most people doing that or taking many of these steps. So there's plenty. There's not just five or 10 or 15, but there's some basic ones. And uh, again, wanted to go over those tonight to, to remind uh, all of us uh, that these are some great things to work on and will make you feel better in a hurry. The first one is setting goals. Uh, sounds pretty simple, but how many of us, how many of you out there listening to the podcast really sit down and think about what you want to do and, and actually set a goal saying, hey, over the next month, I'm going to lose five pounds or over the next six months, I'm going to uh, try and get a certificate, uh, you know, in some course that I'm taking or over the next five years, I want to get a degree or I want to be a better person. I want to join a church. I want to have a better relationship. Uh, I want to do whatever, whatever it is. But it's the point of actual sit, actually sitting down quietly, uh, thinking about things as a critical thinker and carefully, and you know, writing down or formulating some kind of system to monitor and clearly define your goals. It's pretty much as uh, you know, pretty. Uh, much as simple as that. Uh, 
there was a funny training film that I saw years ago that I'll never forget. It was a, it was kind of a metaphor, and it's where people are sitting on a, uh, their porch, on a sun on a very hot day, and uh, it's a parent and their grandparents and the kids are sitting there and they're all saying, "I'm hot, I'm uncomfortable," and somebody says, "Anybody want ice cream?" And uh, you know, everybody says, "Yeah, sure, we'll have some ice cream." And they said, where do you want to go? I don't know. Let's just get in the car and go. And whatever state that they're in, someplace in the Midwest, uh, everybody gets in the car for ice cream and nobody can seem to make up their mind as, you know, whether they want ice cream or gelato or Italian ices or whatever it is. And do they want to go here or they want to go there? And they start off in Idaho and uh, this is a funny clip, and it's from a really sophisticated management training program. <laughs> They wind up in Arizona, uh, and it all starts off for a, for a trip for ice cream. And the metaphor or the parable or the wisdom in that is, how many times are you flying by the seat of your pants? And how many times do I fly by the seat of my pants? Uh, and why would we expect good results if we don't have clearly defined goals? So, uh, you know, it's uh, you know going to Arizona for an ice cream from New York versus you know going uh, you know going over to the avenue uh, a mile and a half away or the uh, mall and, and getting an ice cream that everybody can agree to or knowing what you want so uh, anyway that's a long-winded uh, bunch of examples of, of, of the first thing of setting you know setting goals for yourself uh, where it's important the second thing is that you know when uh, when I mentioned politics or you, you you see problems in families or people don't think they're successful in relationships or in jobs or whatever, how often do people feel that they've been victimized or somebody was against them or they they didn't get the breaks or whatever? Uh, I think successful people, uh, you know, sometimes things go wrong. You can't control them. I mean, you have to take that into account, but. If you really want to be successful, you have to take responsibility for your own life. You have to take responsibility for what happens. And uh, if you don't, uh, that's not a, a very productive way to live. And, uh, you know, you're not going to be very, very successful in, in your life. So taking responsibility for your life and for what happens in your life, um, even when it's beyond your control, you know this is this is where you're at. You you know you take responsibility for that that you didn't do anything wrong, or you know these are the things that you did do. It it gives you a very mature sense. It gives you a, a sense of empowerment for not only your successes but also for your failures. And uh, it's it's many times it's very good to fail uh, when you don't you know succeed at something the first time, and you try again or you find another way, uh, later off down the road, by taking responsibility for that, it, it does something to your character. It does something to your sense of perspective in life. You're able to reframe things and have a much more hardy personality. And there is actually a thing called a hardy personality, H-A-R-D-Y, not just based on the word hardy. It's actually by somebody who studied that. His last name was Hardy. But uh, they both go together, that you're resilient. You can, you can handle the changes and the stresses of life and you have good coping mechanisms and, and you can take responsibility for them. So that's an important one.
Another one is that uh, people uh, who seem to be successful, in my experience, and I, I love to do this, I, you know, I think I'm pretty successful with things that I've wanted to do, uh, they're obsessed. They think a great deal um, about self-development, personal growth and development. Uh, whether they're 28 or 48 or 68 or 18, uh, they, they, they want to do things better. They want to improve with things. They want to improve, uh, they want to improve on their existing repertoire of skills and behaviors. That's why I love doing this podcast uh, where I can say mind, body, and spirit. Uh, you know, part of the idea of the podcast is to work on not only developing uh, your mind with particular issues or just your health with your body, but it's also the spiritual side of you, the side of you that, that encompasses um, a different set of values and beliefs. So you have this integrated uh, sense of self-development. So that's something that you might want to consider. Uh, another one is that um, I found I've been most successful and I've seen people, other men and women or in boys and girls and other people become much more successful when they exercise self-discipline and great self-discipline at that. Uh, it's one of the reasons I, I, I thought it was always good for myself or my children or people that I uh, love to engage in some type of uh, athletic training, whether it be taekwondo or martial arts or uh, golf or bowling or some other type of sport that, you know, pool. It could be anything, anything that takes concentration and self-discipline and something you have to work on, as well as other mental endeavors that take uh, self-discipline. Um, where you're, uh, you know, working out at, uh, at the gym or or doing other uh, mental activities that require you to um, use self-discipline and restraint uh, or focusing your energies which are not restrained in different areas and areas. I think it develops uh, a, a, along with um, obsession for self-development. The self-discipline is a very good thing because you can delay gratification and again you can focus your energies in those areas that, that are important. So it's something to consider. And uh, again, when you see yourself or myself or somebody else, you know, feeling dreadful about elections or some other, you know, kind of activity or something on their job, keep in mind, you know, if, if you don't like the way things are going, well, then get more involved. Use self-discipline, you know, become a canvasser where you go out and knock on doors, door, door to door, get people to vote and register for the candidate of your choice or... Uh, protest in the street or uh, do whatever you have to do that uh, is a responsible um, kind of behavior uh, where you have ownership in it. So that's an important thing. A few more and, and uh, I think uh, this will be a very uh, successful uh, podcast at least from my perspective and, and I hope to hear from you know from all of you. Reading a lot uh, is very important in terms of being uh, successful and um, being a good critical thinker and being self-disciplined and being able to set well thought out goals. Uh, many people uh, that you see nowadays, it's a short attention span theater. If you can't Google it, if you can't um, ask uh, um, Alexia or Siri or somebody else to uh, do something in two seconds, 
you know, you don't you don't want to study it. You don't want to study about it. You don't want to be, get a balance to the pros and cons of something. You don't want to delve into something deeply, uh, and that's that that's really takes away from your personal growth and my personal growth and development. Um, when you have ideas about things or belief systems about things, you want to have robust and compelling information regarding that, or you want to have a wide variety of references and sources like you would as a critical thinker. Uh, and it's just great just for your mental health and um, your, your sense of personal responsibility and inner strength and mental endurance and strength. It's great when you read a lot. And there's so many different authors and so many different styles and so much information out there. It's uh, probably the single best thing you can do. And you want to talk about neurology and exercising your brain, uh, which is your central nervous system, obviously, your brain and your spinal cord. Man, oh man, reading, uh, just processing information and manipulating it and thinking about it and making analogies and, and looking at the pros and cons of things. Uh, it's making those brain cells fire. It's having you store information, retrieve information, manipulate information. Uh, it's great to exercise your muscles. It's great to do uh, all that work on your abs. It's also great to um, do those things uh, in your head. Uh, when we were talking about, when I was talking about self-discipline and uh, self-development, other great things uh, that are really good for you and tie into uh, things like reading a lot in self-development and self-discipline are things like playing musical instruments or you know painting or um, you know art you know artistically or things like that we're using your creative mind and you're mixing colors and shapes and perspective and doing scales and things like that it's just fantastic and uh, it, it it really helps you in mind body and spirit so reading a lot is very critical people who are very successful um, and, and see if this doesn't um, ring a bell with you are people who can manage their time well and the better we can manage our time uh, it's we're, we're a lot more successful in all these other areas that have to do with self-development and discipline and reading and taking responsibility uh, I used to do a lot of uh, management training and one of, the, one of the things that I used to teach a great deal about is time management and I was not a great uh, proponent of multitasking uh, a, a, a lot of the studies show that it's a, a lot better to do one thing well. You know, it's a, people understand that uh, the Pareto principle, that 20% of the uh, effort gets 80% of the work most of the time. And the other thing in time management that you realize is you can't, you can't store time. People say, I'm saving time. I'm saving time. No, you, 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 can, you can store money. You can store food. You can store your books and hoard this or that. You can't hoard time. You can't save time. You can't put time away and use it later. Uh, what you can do with time is manage your time. And once you understand that, uh, you're, you're really, really, really ahead of the game. And uh, that's, a, that's a great thing to be able to manage your time well, where you, uh, you, you're not spinning uh, out of control and doing things all over the place, or the old saying of biting off more than you can chew. Uh, you know, it's good to, to take something, allocate the proper amount of time for it, and complete it, and have the self-discipline to do that, and then move on to the next thing and do that successfully, you know? Uh, or put things to the side and come back to them when you have more information, and go, you know, learn how to prioritize things. 
Learn how to sequence things. Uh, you know, planning your work out so that one thing can spin logically off another. Uh, so th these are good things to know how to do. And in stressful times like these, uh, man, you start feeling really good. Even time to rest, time to relax, time to have fun. Uh, lots of people uh, find ways to uh, manage time. For example, uh, lots of chief executives, lots of other people in business. Uh, I've, I've uh, had my own private business where you know we had customers and, and different things like that outside the health services. And one of the ways that you could do two things at the same time, and it wasn't really multitasking, is go out with somebody socially, you take somebody to play golf, or you know have an activity with them at the same time. You know, talk about some things that have to do with business in a fun way. And uh, you're making a new friend, you're working on your business, and you're also managing your time by having a, a nice leisure activity that's good for you. So that's one way to get three things at once. Uh, you know, and there's a million examples of that. You can think them through or get a book on time management on some simple things when it ties into reading. People who are successful or people who make a change uh, or are the kinds of change agents in the world and do well are many times people who do all these other good things I've mentioned and then they learn to take risks. You know, you, you, you have to go out there if you're going to succeed uh, in some ventures. Uh, things are not guaranteed. You're going to have to risk some money. You're going to have to risk some time. You're going to have to risk your ego a little bit. Uh, do a podcast, and uh, you know, have to put out some great things, and have two people, uh, you know, listen to it. Uh, you know, or two hundred, and where were you thinking you should have a thousand listen to it? Well, that's taking a risk on an emotional level, or starting up a business or something new, or you know, saying that you're going to work for a political candidate. Uh, well, you're taking a risk. You know, sometimes your neighbors won't like that, or you might lose a friend, or you might make some friends. You really can't tell. You know, it, it, life is not. Um, if you're going to be a successful person, then you know, authenticity is a great. It's a, it's a great thing to strive for, to be yourself. And in order to be yourself, you do have to take some, some risks uh, if you're going to be successful. There, you know, there's the world the way it is, and there's the world the way that we want it to be. Um, sadly, we can't always be winners. And uh, losing um, out on something, actually, in most cases, it's no big deal. Is it really going to matter? You know, 100 years from now, is it going to matter 100 minutes from now or 100 days from now? Sometimes yes and sometimes no, but the risks and um, you know succeeding, it's wonderful when you take a risk and you succeed. You, it's a great learning experience. It's a great confidence builder. And it's also great when you take a risk and you fail, um, but it was a good failure if there is such a thing, and there are. You tried your hardest. You tried your best. You got everybody's respect. Uh, you were very close to your goal, which was realistic, and with a slight modification in your plan, you'll succeed next time or the time after. And that comes into the, uh, you know, the, the, the last few is, you know, people who are successful keep going when they suffer failure and setbacks. I mean, we really wouldn't have a light bulb, um, you know, if Edison you know, decided that he was going to quit on the first or second or third or fourth or 100th time. Uh, you know, great wars uh, that have been fought, that have been, you know, life and death situations for elements of society, they weren't uh, won uh, in, the, in, the, in the 
because people couldn't handle, handle failures. There were failures by the dozens and, and more than that. Uh, science doesn't progress without many, many failures and failures and failures and setbacks. Uh, entertainment uh, people, writers, um, oh, just businessmen go bankrupt time and again until, they, in, until their product takes off or the public wants something or they, they find out how they want to do what they want to do or maybe in relationships with you or something with your kids or something uh, with some other goal that you have that's a realistic goal that you've prepared for that you're trying to do your best but hey, there's going to be uh, many failures and setbacks to it. People who are successful are also very creative in the sense that they are adaptable. They find a way to win. And that's very important. Years ago, uh, there was um, a wonderful training film by a fellow called Mark Gold. And it had to do with people who were being trained in sheltered workshops, people who were developmentally disabled, particularly people with Down syndrome where they were driving these people crazy because they had one way to do, uh, to work on this machine or to sand a stock or whatever it was or make a brake for a bicycle. And I think that was the example in the film, this little handbrake. And you, you know, with people who had intellectual disabilities, sometimes they just couldn't get something and they would become so frustrated and it would become such a battle with somebody to, to teach them how to do something that they couldn't do. Well, Mark Gold said, why do we have to do it the way that you're trying to teach it? Why don't, why don't we try to find another way? You know, why don't we see if there's another method to do that? And consequently, people who are disabled have many different um, other skills that if you can tap into them, you can usually find another way for them to do the job. And that's what they would do. And people who were formerly not very successful became very, very successful, even, even with this great developmental disability and that was the point of the film try another way to be flexible uh, to be creative to try other things and successful people do that if they can't get to you know not every, you know to get from point A to point B well the quickest way may be a straight line but there's also another a thousand different ways to do that and sometimes people become very rigid uh, and uh, we don't find the way to do it I think lastly, to wrap up for, uh, for tonight, uh, one of the things that kind of ties it all together is do the things that you love, not that you like. Uh, you know, if you love politics, if you love Donald Trump, or you, you want to see him impeached, or you, uh, you, know, you love uh, a certain sport team, or you love something about the environment, or the climate, or helping other people or law enforcement or whatever it is, if, if there's something that you, you're going to do, that you're going to devote your life's, the time in your life, try to make sure that you, that you do what you love to do. I have to be very, very honest with you, and this is just me, I'm, I'll be 68 in a few uh, weeks, and uh, my goodness, when I look back over my career, uh, I've I feel almost like, gee, people actually paid me to do all these things that I love to do. And I did. Sometimes people wouldn't believe me. I mentioned this on another podcast. They'd say, oh, come on, would you stop that? And I'd say, no, I, I really have the best job in America. I love it. 
I, I love it. I love working with people. I love helping people. I love developing programs. I love testing people. I love teaching people. I love um, having a business with other people. I love that kind of stuff. And uh, what a joy that is. It, it means that very few of your hours, yeah, you're going to find some times that you don't love or life takes a turn that you're not happy about. But uh, if you love what you're doing, you never go back and say, wow, I, I, I wasted uh, all that time. My goodness gracious, I can't believe that. I wasted my life doing this job. No, even having the podcast here is something I like to do. I like to make films. I like to um, make films for my classes. I like to put things on YouTube. I like to, um, I like to do instructional things. I like to do radio all those kinds of things, communication skills, communication activities. So podcasts are something I'm, I'm finding I'm loving doing. They're very enjoyable. So I hope you get the, the, the idea on this. I'm sure that you do. And I hope it's, a, it's kind of a meaningful topic. And I hope it's motivating to you uh, and something positive in your life, as it is in mine, just going over some of the things with you. Because... Things many, many times become um, a little bit dark and dreary out there, and, and sometimes we have to reframe things and take a step back and saying, uh, you know, are things as bad as they seem? And they may be. They may be even worse. On the other hand, even if they are bad or they're not as bad as they seem, we have to remember that we have the ability to make great change on those things. And following these nine or ten steps that I've outlined, and there are many more which you can research for yourself, uh, it's a good start. So set some goals. Take responsibility for what you do. Try to use some good self-discipline. Become obsessed with some self-development. Make sure you read a lot. Try to manage your time well. Take some risks and don't worry too much about them. Uh, when you get a failure or a setback, keep on going forward. It's not the end of the world. Uh, try to find uh, a way to win and be adaptable with things. Try to find another way when something doesn't work. Just common sense, right? And most of all, do what you love. And I love what I'm doing, as I told you before. And I love doing the podcasts. I, I hope that you're enjoying them. I hope that you'll find this enjoyable. And Give me a shout out, drop me a message back on the thing, uh, let me know if there's another topic that you would like uh, me to go over or have a guest and myself go over, or maybe you'd like to be a guest on the show if you'd like to, uh, give me a buzz. That's pretty easy to arrange. I have lots of interesting people uh, lined up. I think the uh, one of the next topics uh, we'll be talking about with some folks is gratitude. Being grateful, being optimistic about things. What do you think? Well, we've been talking about mind, body, and spirit, and I'll catch you the next time around. Be well. Peace.